Thank you. Um, I am very happy on my program today, Heck 82 um, podcast channel. I'm joined by the very important and very talented our, our music producers, artists, instrumentalists, and business owners, um, Michael Cirovolo and his wife Tish Cirovolo. So I'm, uh, I'm really real happy. I've been looking forward to this interview. Hi. <laughs> Bella decided to join us. Yeah. We have a special, special guest. Hello, doggy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just thrilled. Um, first of all, I want to offer my congratulations on the success of your latest record. And um, of course, this is a continuing um, project of theirs. Uh, the band name is Beauty and Chaos. Um, latest release was this winter, February 22 and the album is further behind the veil so um that was cool when that came out i was like yes there's further behind the veil <laughs> so. it's just it's really just uh sort of a continuation uh when i asked some friends that we have to about adding the remixes uh kind of got a bigger response than i thought and i felt that uh with behind the veil that all, all the remixes deserve to be in physical format, so thus further behind the veil, which is sort of just a, a continuation and the additional remixes. But yeah, very, very happy with everything. Absolutely great. So just to go through, so this is actually the, um, is this the fifth album or actually the sixth release of Beauty and Chaos? Um, I, I think there's three studio albums and then the remix album. So I, I think it's maybe that is six, uh, kind of losing count. <laughs> yeah. Well, for those of you viewers interested, um, fans of the Cervolos, check out their website, videoandchaos.com. Everything is there. Videos, albums for sale, latest news, and uh, tons of info. Um so for sure, um, and just to give more of an introduction, because I've seen these um, new video releases and they're really spectacular and I'm just a big fan now. So <laughs> I don't think people need too, too much convincing. I mean, once they've seen one of your videos, they definitely want to see it again. And bonus, they want to see more and they want to see every song because the songs are great. Well, thank you. I, we appreciate that. I mean, not being a typical live band, the videos are really the face of what we do. And we definitely strive to make each one as different from the predecessor as possible, you know, and I think the newest one, which features my lovely wife, Afterlife, uh, is way different than the previous one, Grass the Stars. I don't think they could be any more polar opposite. And we really enjoy that. And uh, we're, we're fortunate to have two different video companies, uh, Industrialism Films with Vicente and then Gab Productions, uh, that they both have a very unique style. And uh, I think going into what we're doing with the video, uh, 
kind of know which one is is right for uh, one of the two uh, you know companies that we work with and they they both do an amazing job and and help us do it on a budget for sure but uh yeah we i think i i lost count i thought when tish asked me how many did this make i think it was some like 16 or 17 videos and yeah. at our website which is actually beauty in chaos music.com uh there's a video tab that shows all the videos and uh we have a few more in the works too Always. Totally. <laughs> totally great. Um, yeah, that's definitely a question I wanted to ask you. Again, and these are for sale on Amazon.com, iTunes, and I think they're just you know, gaining popularity uh, all the time. Um, I, I definitely wanted to ask you about who the video producers were because they really are great. Um, and you've done such an incredible job producing the music that I was beginning to wonder where you would might find the time to produce these awesome videos, <laughs> but I think you've had companies working with you that are really good. Oh, yeah, this is totally not just my show. I mean, I could not, I mean, our records sound great and that's because of my partner in this, Michael Rosan. Uh, you know, I, I certainly have a lot of help. I get, you know, I'm the one that kind of ends up doing these uh, interviews and stuff because Michael, uh, it rather be buried in the studio than doing this, but uh, he 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 definitely the other the other half of this, and uh, you know it's fantastic that you know most of the artists involved want to do the videos. I think you know I mean being a child of MTV and everything, I think that's they're important to do, and I think each one again that we do is different. And uh, Afterlife certainly tells her story, and uh, it is the first video that doesn't really have a band scene in it it's it's a sort of a, a mini movie in itself uh which is probably a little harder to do but uh gab team i mean it's so i've, I've got to see it on a big screen and uh it's it's shot so well and so cinematic it fits the song so well uh it is it's totally it is the next one will probably end up being really low tech you know to <laughs> yeah. try to make uh, I don't know. to make it, it as does, different as possible it, it, it does have a narrative style and that's what i like about it, it just you know grab me right away and i thought this is great um wonderful costume thank you wonderful atmosphere just really really like it's it's sensual it's, it has a lot of beauty in it um just you know it's genuinely an enjoyable video so oh, thank only, you. Yeah, I was going to congratulate you on that, you know, definitely, but on uh, all of your talents too. And it's like Michael is saying, he says, you know, child of MTV, that's how I feel, me too. You know, I, I grew up with my, uh, you know, my VHF, uh, UHF, what a dial. <laughs> right. That, you know, we would dial in MTV and totally have a, a great time. Uh, so this is really fun for me. Um, and I, I want to say that along those lines, industry leaders like yourselves are voicing established rock talents. Um, and I, I think we'll get in, I hopefully name some of them uh, in a little, just a little while. But this demonstrates to me a lot of heart and soul for the love of real rock and metal music. Right. Times past we spent listening and enjoying these arts, even dancing to it since the 80s and 
<laughs> that's as far back as I go. But um, music, it just keeps evolving. So now we're just caught in this evolution. We're just, you know, it's like, it's the future already. Right. Um, a choice of producing what elements have been put together on these tracks, like a beautiful chaos out of our minds. The change is changing in our imagination into what has come into the future with these these sounds and um, just you know to keep on inventing and keep on uh, growing with this. I think it's really cool that we have you know beauty and chaos not only the first record, but we have the second, the third, we have the remixes, the acoustic versions, and just where we're involved, where um, you know Michael. Rosen and Michael Silvervolo and, and Tish and everybody have, have have chosen to bring in these artists who are, have been, are really are established, right? Um, rock musicians. So so I definitely um, you know just pet, want to pay my compliments. As far as these artists that you brought in, um, I do want to name some of them. <laughs> go for it yeah but also michael rosen too just you know for those of you who don't know is a grammy award-winning producer and is working with with top talents and top selling artists and so to have him you know as your 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 founder or your, you know is is great um and some of these artists again we have Cynthia Hussey is it Hussey or Hussey? Hussey. She's actually the uh, the wife of Wayne Hussey from the Mission. Okay. Uh, so yeah. they're they're a, a husband and wife duo. Uh, I mean Wayne, you know, was in the Sisters of Mercy and now the Mission. And uh, uh -huh. she sang a uh, a version of a song on uh, the last remix album, Out of Chaos Comes, and she she just has a wonderful voice and. Uh, you know, the Open Wound Heart is one of my favorite songs on the record and probably will be the, the next video. Uh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fantastic. I mean, this record features six, six all-female, uh, you know, singers and they and all the singers write their own lyrics. I mean, they're not handed a lyric sheet. So this really comes from their heart and their soul. And uh, so on this particular record, three, uh, three of the ladies have already been part of a, uh, our previous releases, Tish, Cynthia, and also Betsy Martin. Uh, and then also we brought in three new ladies, uh, Whitney Ty, Pinky Terzo, and uh, Eleanor Fossey from uh, Curian Camera, who's Italian. And uh, so there's three new, the, the family I, I read that. That's the great. family expanding. Yeah. What a great culture. And so many, so many awesome people from uh, different parts of, the universe. <laughs> I, I think this record is probably, I mean, when you, when it's, it's done with each song having a different singer uh, and it's, it's really, it's a, it's a difficult task to make it. Not just like it's a bunch of song, a compilation thrown together and. All to do for one, because it was new for us. And then two, because it was 14 songs with, uh, like 11 different or 12 different singers. Uh, I think this record, Behind the Veil, is probably the most cohesive record that we've done. You know, partially, 
you know, because of all the female voices. But I think musically also it, it sounds like a a band. Not that the other ones don't, but I think this is the one that came together the most cohesive. And I'm proud of all of them. And I, I like everything. The newest one is always your favorite. Yeah, that's true. Great. Um, and I, I want to talk I, to Tish, too. Uh, and you have made appearances on the songs and in the videos on these albums in, in many, many tracks um, on bass guitar and on vocals and also mm -hmm. as a songwriter. Mm -hmm. um, your appearances in the music videos have been very enjoyable to watch such as um, Aurea with Whitney Ty, where you're wearing the black wings. Right. I think those costumes are fantastic. Um, and to see the Schecter instruments too, because they all, you also are running Schecter guitars, um, mm -hmm. it, it is neat. Um, other videos is Look Up. Right. In the white light. And there's like a cartoon background um, and you're both writers on those songs. And of course, you know, most of the songs are written by Michael Serval and Tish too and others. Um, so it's, you know, it's a, these records, people should definitely check out these songs and uh, check out you know, the, the writers and the artists on them. But um, I just couldn't get over this, the visuals. I just threw terrific, the videos. Really, was yeah. it real fun? Um, I mean, finding yeah. costuming or how was how was it? Well, so every video is uh, it's a really fun process because we get to find out from the lyrics that the different writers come up with really what the direction the video is going to take. And my husband has a really artistic idea about how to really change things up every time. So we really sit down like Orion with um, Orion. Did I say Orion? Did I Orion with Whitney? She really. I mean, she had such a great con concept and, um, you know, all of the costumes and stuff kind of came from her for that. And it's really great to work with somebody like that that says, here's my vision for these lyrics that I've written. Um, and same thing with Grasp the Stars. We kind of took that literally and then put all these different stars. And that was my husband, again, coming up with the lighting and all of the different props. And he's really, really fun to work with with props. And so... Sometimes when you start thinking and like, what's the song about? What props can we get? Then it all kind of melds together. And it's like, okay. And then the costumes and the makeup and the hair. And then you just start building up into this like artistic concept happens. And every single one of these videos we've done are very different. And I love that. I just love it. You are responsible for most of the um, artistic design. I don't, I don't think I am. I really think that we are as a team and we always work with whoever the singer is on the song too. So it's a collaboration yeah. all the way around. Everything again, uh, you know, when I, when I was dubbed the curator of this, I, I get the, the credit gets thrown my way, but it's, it's a, like Tish said, it's a, uh, a joint effort between the, the, the companies like Vicente for in, from Industrialism Films did our first video, Storm, and has probably done over half, or probably three quarters of our videos. And he's great to work with. Yeah. You know, he helps with locations. And, uh, you know, he gets our idea that each need to be, be different. You know, that's really important to me uh, that... You know, you don't get anything like any creative thing doing the albums or the videos. It's really easy to get stuck 
in a formula. Uh, like, hey, that worked before. Let's let's do that again. And with beauty and chaos, especially with Michael and I, it's like, hey, that works before. Let's tear it up and do something totally different this time. Uh, and I think we approached the videos that way also. And couldn't do it without the those two teams, industrialism, films, and, and Gab. Right. Uh, okay. You know, you know, Tim from Gab has a great cinematic eye. You know, and it's like we looked at some of his other things which are very nature oriented and he picked this location and he was down like he scouted it yeah. and would go the sun comes up through the tree at at you know <laughs> four 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 yeah. p.m we'd be there at that and, like, yeah you know i mean i i think i take zero credit for that video that was her story and, <laughs> and them pulling it together i i helped hike cameras up the the hill to get it there so that was about my input okay. in that. Wow. You know, the thing that's way cool from the 80s is when we used to get up every morning and turn on MTV and they would have video debuts and you would start seeing like different bands that would come out with all these different looks. And I think that the beauty about Beauty and Chaos is like you can put on any video and it, it there's no theme between every single video. It doesn't look like we're a band that has the same kind of theme for, you know, there's no girl on the hood of a car, you know, I'm trying to say like, so that's what I love about it. Cause you could turn on a video of ours every day of the week and it would have a total different vibe and a total different look. And that's the coolest part of our concept, I think. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, and about uh, the song Afterlife, um, can you tell us a little bit of something of uh, the concept and how you wrote the song and uh, you know how how did the the images in the video come to be where did, did they grow out of um, a vision you had or yeah it's um it's really hard to put into words when you have a near-death experience and unless a lot of people are, you know, have these really intricate ones where they're saying I was on a cloud and then I was in the world and I saw I was with Jesus or I was with God and we saw this, you know, some have very, very intricate storylines. And I just don't have that storyline because when I did die when I was 18, I just woke up three days later and was told, yeah, you flatlined, but we got you back. But I've always had this, these dreams about it. And so trying to sit down with the director and sketch out what those dreams were and then having somebody that had the vision to take what I could only explain in my mind's eye if that makes sense to make it on to film was a talent that Tim has that I would and Whitney was there too it what he was able to concretely put on this video as to what I explained to him what I thought it was blew my mind because he just made it a beautiful sweeping through Gab Productions, I mean, it just became this beautiful, sweeping, gorgeous outdoor nature concept. And I kept saying that to him. It's not, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be in hell and I don't want to be in the clouds. Like, I don't, I, it's not like an otherworldly experience. It was a very natural experience that I felt like I'd had, like, here we are in this world, but we're not in this world feeling. So um, he really came out with what I was trying to explain to him, what my experience was and what my dreams were. And and because of the lyrics, when I talk about like when you die, everybody on this planet dies and, and everybody has their own interpretation of what's going to happen to them when that happens. But my interpretation is you're going to be with a guardian angel. You're going to be looking for this moment for your life review and you're going to move on. And um, because I'm a Christian, so I really wanted to 
explain that in a video, but not to where people would turn off from it. Because so many people, when you say God and Christianity, they immediately tune you out because they don't believe in it. And that that's okay. Um, but it was my experience. And so it's, it, it's really special to me when um, people understand what my experience was and they feel comforted by it. And I've had those text messages and those emails from people that say, I've seen it. I just had a friend of mine pass and it was such a comfort to know that they're in this place now that's not so scary to me anymore. So um, yeah, it, sure. it has like too. a big reach. So yeah, I, I agree with that. No, which which is my favorite part in the video is when um, you well you're lying out on a table in this beautiful dress and looking at your your own self. And so it gives, you know, that notion of, of the self-reflection or the reflection on your life, which in that vision is past. But my favorite part is when it zooms in on the eye and then yeah. you're seeing this, this really pretty image of, you know, like this, the story playing out in the eye. And I just thought that's, you know, really wonderful to me. Yeah. As, I think she cried when the, when they brought over yeah. the, the they, they wanted to, we, uh, after we shot it, they, they were pretty adamant about not really sending us any clips, no. just maybe a still picture here and there. So they came over and like, you know, we put it on our TV here and we got to watch it that way. And uh, yeah. I didn't see anything. Uh, and I looked over and she was crying. So I knew they got what she wanted. <laughs> but to me, that's the perfect. Like perfect. I said, that's. That's yeah. Really nice. it, yeah. You know, for the album, I, I I think it's also the perfect opening song. Uh, you know, when we set out to and, and Michael and I wrote the music for it, uh, I, I set out with the idea of going, I wanted it I wanted to write a song that was going to be the either the opening song on the album, the closing song. I didn't know which, but as soon as it started developing, just from that that sort of grandiose intro of it, I went. This is how I hear the record starting, like going back, aging myself. But when you would put a needle down, the needle drop of an album and sit back, that was the, that's what I wanted to hear. That to me set the mood for the entire record. And it's a different song without the lyrics. It's, it, there's not just big jump out here. Here's your, that's obviously the chorus. And I kind of went to her, uh, I said, this one is difficult. This is a, this isn't a typical arranged song. Uh, I went, it's long. And again, there's not just here, here's your big sing-along chorus. And I think, uh, you know, I'm really proud of that she, I mean, she turned it into afterlife. She took this piece of music that was a piece of music and probably a really gorgeous soundscape, but she made it a song and uh, it was difficult. You know, I, uh, for, I think for any singer, like, you know, but she did a fantastic job and I couldn't be happier that that's the song to open this album. Like I said, I, I, I spent a lot of time like trying to look at the, the album order and what goes yeah. into the next thing. And, and, you know, again, going back to being a, a, a child of vinyl to where that, that mattered, like how a record actually flowed. But as soon as somebody puts it, you know, on Spotify and skips or a CD and jumps around. It's like all that concept is out the window. But mm -hmm. I have this mm -hmm. notion that someone, at least the first time, will listen to a Beauty and Chaos record from the beginning to the end, the way okay. you know, the artist, which is all, all of us that's involved, uh -huh. ended it. So, 
Oh, wow. Well, we guess. Um, also on uh, 20th Century Boy that you mix with Al Jorgensen. I think mm -hmm. Jorgensen. <laughs> is, that, is that what you say or Jorgensen? From I think me? he pronounces it. He, he, I think he says Jorgensen. Uh, that was, that was... Ministry frontman. And I noticed that Tish really took on this challenge of um, additional vocals on a song. And it's, it sounds great. And I was just cheering her for her. I was like, that's as a vocalist to go up against Al <laughs> or, to, or to join, you know, to join, a, join yeah. him in a song. That's not going to be easy to do. <laughs> what a yeah, challenge. But I mean, yeah. that's so cool. And the video. Yeah. Really we cool. had so much fun, so much fun on that video shoot. And mm -hmm. you know, we had a little audience there from when we were playing live and uh, on stage over at Skinny's. And Al's a blast. He's just a blast to hang out with and sing and play bass. And yeah, we uh, more what, more of those kind of like fun. That's just all have a great time and jump around. Kind yeah, of videos. Through, yeah. Throughout, throughout doing Beauty and Chaos has been like these kind of surreal moments that happen. And yeah, that's one of them because one, one of when Tish and I first started dating, uh, like sort of our, our, first, concert. our first like uh -huh. overnight, like we're we're going to get a hotel room and stay overnight. Yeah. We went to see ministry when they were in at Lollapalooza. Yeah. And then you sit there and you go, OK, that was great. You know, we were a big fan. I was oh. right when Psalm um. 69 came out and everything. And then you fast forward. <laughs> 30, probably 20 something years later <laughs> yeah. and we're we're doing a video with Al and it's yeah. like you know yes yeah that's when, that's when it's hard not to step back from doing this and and be a little bit like pinch yourself like a yeah. little bit of a fan uh wow. and there's been quite a few of those moments like you know as a kid I was a huge cheap trick fan and mm. then you know when we're doing the first album I'm sitting in our little studio on the couch next to Robin Zander. Oh, wow. He's going through it, the lyrics and going, how do you think I sang that line? And, I, <laughs> and you go, oh, that's really good. But then you start going, I'm a kid what, listening to Live at Budokan. And now I'm I'm being asked by the guy, how do you think I did on that? And you're like, you play it cool. Yeah, that's right. really good. What are you going to do? Right. Yeah, Robin, I think you could do that better. So, I mean, we've had, we've had some of those moments in this and I take none of it for granted. You know, this has been, uh, you know, I think it happens for a reason and something that for about a split second in time could have just been a solo record from right. a, a mediocre guitar player. Oh, uh, you're not mediocre. Come and on. that would have been probably really fucking boring. And I think guitar player solo <laughs> records are just kind of uh, ego strokes. And I don't need that turned into this which is a family that continues to grow evolve and you know th these records don't sell a lot i don't think records sell a lot anymore nobody on this is really making none of them no they're not making money they they do this for for you know passion passion yeah. you know and and nobody sells sells it short or just like oh, i need to help michael out here and and they put their time and, and heart yeah. into it. And, uh, you know, every it, it's almost even more rewarding, like this new record. And when I say, you know, compared to the first record, when you have Wayne Hussey, Al Jorgensen, 
Ice T, Simon, Simon Gallup, Gallup, you know, and I'm not name dropping. I'm just blessed to have friends that are in popular bands. But when I go down this list, the, the, these ladies maybe are not, they're not as famous as any of those, but they're not any less talented. And it's, it's kind of really, you know, I looked at, at, at doing this and it's, it used to be, well, who are you going to get next? You know, you're going to get Robert Smith. Are you going to get Baba? You know, it's like, you know, at some point you don't just keep going. I didn't want Beauty and Cast to be a who's who thing. Cause I think it actually overshadows uh, what we're doing. And it's almost more rewarding to me to have, have introduced people to some of these new artists. Like, I mean, people, you know, Whitney's a fantastic singer and people that have, have jumped back after hearing on Orion and got her catalog. I mean, uh, Elena is a big star in, in Europe and yeah. unknown here. And now I think people are jump, gravitating towards her bands and, and vice versa. You know, these, uh, it works two way. It's a two way street. Her Cure and Camera fans have been open arms with Beauty and Chaos. And even going back to like the mission and the awakening, uh, right. you know, for those records, their fans have been open arms and very supportive of what we did. So that's almost like the cool like pipeline to, to new artists that deserve uh, being heard. Uh, you know, when we had Kat on from Holy Wars on the on the mm -hmm. second record, uh, it opened up a lot of people hearing her band and her and Nick just finished a U.S. tour and that band's going to be be famous. You know, I think they're yeah. very, very talented. And uh, I think it, you know, doing that record in the video with us turned, you know, maybe if some fans that would have seen them. So that's kind of like this underlying joy about what we're doing besides the self-satisfaction of going, hey, you know, we made a record. Look what we did. The actual like I would have never heard Pinky Terzo unless you uh, did that. She's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Google what else has she yeah. done? Yeah. You know, and going through like things like that. I think that's actually uh, you know a, a, a beautiful thing from this project, and probably it's something that kind of keeps me wanting to do it. Yeah, of course, absolutely, absolutely. And I, I, I have to add, I've had so many of those incredible moments myself where. Um, you know, voices from my past, all of a sudden I'm catching up with these incredible talents, um, rock stars, and uh, listening to new music. And, uh, you know, for me, it's it's an incredible journey as well. And uh, what I look forward to, too, is, is more progress. And it's, to me, it seems progressive. Right. There's definitely a future here, so... Well, I look forward to what we do, what we do next. You know, we have a, a documentary uh, that my, uh, some great people at Jammerzine are working. It's called Unveiled, that we, Unveiled. during the process of this, of making this album, we kind of shot some behind the scenes yeah. stuff. And it, it kind of, each of the six ladies actually get to, to sit and kind of talk about okay. why they wrote the song a little bit a history of how we met, like how they got to be involved in that. And then we, we grabbed a few of the remixers, Tim Palmer, uh, Bentley Jones, uh, you know, a couple of them that actually talk about how they approach that. And then Michael and I talk a little bit. So I think it'll be interesting. You know, I think it's always, I always found it interesting 
like the behind the scenes stuff, not the gossip bullshit, just how the song created. And for sure, when you hand someone a piece of music, there's a thousand directions that they could take it in. And again, I can't stress enough that they're not handed a lyric sheet. They're not like, this is what you need to sing. This is, here's this piece of music, you, you, you know, uh, write, do put your heart into it. And, you know, lyrics are such a big thing to me on this stuff. And, and every song I think has a, a deep open meaning. There's no like party, you know, there's not like uh, surface level lyrics. There are songs that are deep that I think people can interject, interject themselves in. It's not obvious on the surface what it's about. And I think those are the best lyrics that the listener can kind of put themselves in. Or think what the singer's writing about, but okay. Know. And and again, and I'll, I'll wrap up shortly here. But um, in this new documentary, which is available now, no, uh, it's not finished. It's all okay. everything filmed. It's all it's in the hands of uh, Jamrazine, and they're kind of putting the pieces together and yeah. trying not to make it a a four hour <laughs> mini movie because there's a lot of footage in it. And we, it's all we like to have it out before the end of the summer. Right. And um, the six front ladies you said that are featured, again, the, the names of them, if you don't mind. Oh, my wife, Tish Siravolo, uh, Cynthia Hussey, Pinky Terzo, Elena Alice Fossey, Whitney Ty, and who did I miss? Did I miss someone? I'm, Betsy I'm, Martin. Betsy Martin. Betsy I, I, with Betsy, Yeah, Betsy. Uh, I... Like Betsy and Tish and I, we, we go way back. When, way human, back. when Human Drama, when I was in Human Drama, we used to play the Scream Club here. And she was in a band, Catawall, that was, I think, signed to IRS Records. So I've, I've known Betsy and uh, her husband, Kevin, for a long time. And uh, she sang Heliotrope on the first record. And uh, she probably has the uh, the most different song record like grasp the stars is probably the heaviest song probably, and, I, yeah. and i get asked uh if that's going to lead into the next where we turn and i i kind of think about that it just might uh but <laughs> betsy's fantastic uh that that song yeah, came together cool. that video was uh cool. really a, a kind of a late 80s throwback for us yeah cool all the videos are really fantastic yeah, and if I can just add, I, I urge everyone, anyone hearing this to kind of Google each of those ladies, and they all have their own music and albums and stuff like that. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Oh, no, no, not at all. And you said Whitney time. You didn't leave her Yeah, Whitney, Whitney's fantastic. Okay. She, uh, she just did a, she's got a couple of albums and some very gorgeous videos out, and she just sang a couple of songs on uh, Chuck Wright. Uh, who was the original yeah. Riot, uh, and he's a little bit more uh, not not so metal right now, and he just did a record on Cleopatra, and she's done a couple of songs, including an amazing cover of a Bjork track that they did, so Whitney's got a great voice. And wow. she's lovely. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, for sure. Chaos has been really fortunate to have really good human beings in it, uh, that's really important. There's no ego. I mean, you know, Simon Gallup's in one of the biggest bands in the world, and a guy played bass on a song, and it's zero ego. And yeah. from Wayne Hussey 
all iced tea. You know, they're just, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to sound name cool drop, but about it. no ego. No, mm -hmm. and that's great. Good I wouldn't people. deal with that. <laughs> well, thank you so much again for your time. Um, it's been a pleasure. Nice meeting you. Thank you. And I hope that we can talk again soon. Yeah, definitely. Make sure you send me your address and I'll send, if you still have a working CD player, I'll send you all the CDs. Yeah, we got some stuff. Oh, I totally lucked out. <laughs> okay, yes, I do have a right. CD player. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Michael Hello. and Tish Cervolo. And we look forward to our next meeting. Yay! Definitely. Bye now. Bye. Bye-bye.